Well, it's always a pleasure to catch up with the brilliant Lottie Duncan here at the BBC Good Food Show, hosting the baking stage once again. Lottie, it's good to be back, isn't it? Do you know it's so lovely to be back and doing something live and seeing people? And I love coming back here. I've been coming here for so many years. <laughs> it's part of my Christmas run-up, and um, and it's great to see people all enjoying themselves, filling their boots, filling their bags, eating lots of deliciousness. Um, so yeah, it's great, absolutely great. There's lots of people say you know it's Christmas because they're playing Slade, well, any time from August onwards in the supermarket. Strictly Come Dancing is on yes. and BBC Good Food Show Winter. And it does feel like Christmas has started. It really does feel like Christmas started. The weather's plunged as well, hasn't it, in temperature to make us all feel Christmassy. It was frosty out there this morning. No, it is. It's an absolute delight to come back and just to see the twinkle lights, see the people. And I love baking and I'm on I'm hosting the get baking stage which it couldn't be better really um so I've got some great chefs and bakers up on here for four days four whole days of loveliness and uh, I've just had Rosie Pointer on who is um she she did some beautiful burnt basque cheesecakes and I've just seen Ed Kimber walk in he's going to be up on stage he's with me he's snuck in at the back he's there didn't he <laughs> he haven't seen him for a while he's so lovely so yeah I've got him later on today and Jane Devonshire next so every day I've got some fantastic expertise people have got to come up on here we're using great bakeware because we're obviously using the masterclass bakeware um who are sponsoring the stage and honestly it's fantastic stuff so we're, we, we've got that going down. And it's just an atmosphere of joy. I love it. I do love it. I really do. It's just just a perfect way to spend a, a weekend pre-Christmas. It really is. We all know that during the pandemic, uh, supermarkets sold out of everything to do with baking. Flour. Flour particularly. <laughs> yeah. people, were at, people were at home looking for something to do. And then there was all the worry about shortages of things. But it seems to inspired yet another generation of people to take up baking. Wasn't that fantastic? Yeah. Isn't that, it's a life skill. We should all know how to bake and cook. And, um, and I think that's what lockdown... I mean, it was a horrible time. And we're still going through it. And people are still, you know, not very... Very well but it was a it was a good time when we all locked down to get together and just try something new I tried sourdough okay and I've always thought it's no point I know it's really time consuming I was one of those people that did sourdough I learned how to do it and it was great and I've made it every you know two or three times a week during lockdown it was great I still make the odd one as well because I've still got the starter in my fridge bubbling away um, but it, it, you know we, people did that I started doing um, videos on Instagram and every, it was kept myself and my partner sane and we were doing some fantastic little lockdown silly videos of cooking it was great fun it was a Lottie and Johnny in the kitchen um, and so you know everybody I think did something we all still stayed connected didn't we we all discovered Zoom never heard of Zoom before you know that came along so it was a really really great time to just learn something new learn a new trick um, do some exercise eat you know lots of wonderful food I mean we all put weight on didn't we we did <laughs> I was I was trying to cut down on my carbs and therefore bread had come off my yeah. agenda but like you sourdough has hit me like a like a battering ram there's a, a hotel over in Somerset the Newt yes. and they oh, make know, cider yes. and they yeah. use the the apple pulp to, to give a crust uh, sourdough. sourdough and I taste that and I thought yeah. that's the future that and Ligurian focaccia um, which uh, a, a lady called Sami Nosrat, yes. uh, who is uh, American, uh, Iranian by yeah. descent, and she, in her uh, her book, has the most fantastic recipe for focaccia. That is why yeah. I'm looking slightly heavier than the last <laughs> time you spoke to me. <laughs> so let's have a think then yeah. about Christmas. Yes. And lots of people will be going down the trifle route, the Christmas cake route. Well, in fact, Christmas cakes yeah. need to have been done by now, don't yes. they? And puddings. And puddings. What? 
What can tantalise people's taste buds from you this Christmas? Well, do you know what I what I like to do is, you know tiramisu? Mm. Everyone loves a tiramisu. It's not actually a very old pudding, you know. It was only invented, I know, a few, 20 years ago or so, I think. Mm. Just maybe slightly more than that. Didn't the um, chap who invented it, he died, yeah, didn't he, he recently? he passed away yeah. recently. And I had no idea that it was such a new pudding. But anyway, I, I do a version of that, but it's a rum and raisin one for Christmas. So I steep some raisins in dark rum for a, a good month. I'm and then, already. <laughs> yeah, and then I just stir that into it, and it is absolutely wonderful. Lots of lots of naughtiness going on in there. So I would recommend my rum and raisin tiramisu, which people can find on Instagram. Ah, good. I was going to ask, because that, that's all very well saying that yeah. I'm dangling the carrot, but a lot of people get worried about making things like tiramisu because they sound complicated. Oh, it's one of the easiest puddings in the world. It's just booze and layered up mascarpone cream and sponge. I mean, it's so easy to make. Um, and it's actually not that easy to make it badly either. You know what I mean? It's it's so simple to make. And you can just play around with the flavors. I think I put orange in the, in the mascarpone as well, so it's this orange and rum and raisin going on. A little bit of cinnamon. It is delicious and everyone should try it and they can find it on my Instagram on my series Lottie's Easy Christmas and what a great yeah. title for a book booze mascarpone cheese and and butter, and butter. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the next book I think which yeah. is great yeah. um, ingredients for Christmas yes. um, lots of people get the, the smell of cinnamon and mm. things like that so what other ingredients should be people be going round the show looking to source well all spices yeah, some beautiful spices star anise cinnamon you know nutmeg all of those I think what else should people people should just be they should buy what they fancy you know I don't think you can have you can have a certain amount of ingredients for a traditional Christmas but I think traditional Christmas is changing so much because we're a melting pot of culture over here so we have so many wonderful different dishes from all over the world that we can utilize and use within our Christmas dinner so let's have some fun let's do something different you know I roast my Brussels sprouts now yeah. I roast them with chestnuts I don't boil them and you know more people eat them and sometimes I, I squash them down when I roast them and put um, cheese on top put them back in the oven and you've got crispy cheesy Brussels sprouts hello that's a way to get someone to eat a Brussels sprout just remind me what, what time Christmas lunch is at yeah. your house because I'm yeah. coming round when I finish when I finish drinking <laughs> I usually manage to plop a turkey on the table at some point but it's normally sideways as I fall into a heap at the end of the table so you are cooking for the family this Christmas you don't get well, a day off I, I am half cooking because I'm, I'm having a, a knee operation at the beginning of December so I'm not going to be hobbling on sticks but my other half he's going to do most of the cooking although I think I'm going to get I'm a bit of a control freak so I don't think I'll be able to leave anyone alone I think I will be doing it yeah is it a big uh, event in your house Lottie do you have lots yeah. of family round we do we do because we're a, well we're a patchwork family so obviously John has um, his children I have my daughter I'm now a grandmother as well I've got little Stanley um, my father comes with um, my stepmother and their children so there's a whole load but we do it on Boxing Day because we've taken the pressure off so so many people worry on Christmas Day that they need to have their family here they need to don't do do that just do boxing day just own a boxing day then everyone can go off to the other families and do what they want to do on christmas day we have a nice quiet one maybe have a cheese sandwich and everyone comes to us on the boxing day and then they eat it again wise yeah. advice that yeah. is um so lots of people will be here at the show looking to uh buy presents mm. for family and friends yeah. many of them as we've already seen this morning on the, the stage here watching the demonstrations are keen yeah. bakers yeah what would you buy for a keen baker for Christmas? I go to the um, master. I go to the masterclass stand, and I would buy all their bakeware. And I'm not just saying that because they're sponsoring the Get Baking Stage, but it, yeah, I am really. But I would go there because I've had some of the stuff they sent me, and it is brilliant. It's non-stick. It's fantastic bakeware. 
Um, it's not too pricey. They've also, the ones I love are the ones with the holes in the bottom because you don't get a soggy bottom with those. It sort of cooks it all the way around. There's very good distribution of heat throughout the whole tin and that's what you're looking for. It's always worth to spend a little bit more money and get decent bakeware. It'll last you longer and you'll get a much better result out of it. So I, I, it is worth popping along to that stand, just picking up a few things. Um, and for Christmas for yourself, yeah, mince pie tins for yourself, but also just, it's, I actually think it's a really nice present to give a pan. No one has a really decent pans. You inherit pans, don't you? <laughs> yes. So go and buy a really lovely, you know, they have some, um, what looks like cast iron. It's very, very light, but it's, it's, it's great quality pans. They don't cost much. Give someone that as a gift because actually it's something that will last forever. And, you you know, you're not using the one that you used to use when you were a student, which has got nothing left on it. <laughs> and all warped. And all, it's all warped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That you knew that everyone else cooked what they used to wear as a hat, you know, at one stage when they'd had so much to drink. I don't know. But it's, it is worth, it is worth investing well. But there is so many different things to see at this i only got here today i haven't even started to look around but i have my purse in my bag <laughs> which is fatal i always come here with one suitcase and i go away with like suitcase and like 20 bags walk through the door and john's sort of what have you been well i needed it all i needed everything it was all very important that i bought it so. <laughs> well, Lottie, as always, an absolute pleasure oh, to well, catch up with to you. Speak to you too. Um, enjoy the rest of the show. I will. And yeah. um, do have a fantastic Christmas. Enjoy your Christmas day off and have a fabulous Boxing Day. I will indeed. Absolutely, I will. I shall drink much. Drink much and eat much and then fall into a heap. That's what I would probably fall off my crutches. 